0: Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. Because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast, and this is episode 69, (laughs) (laughs) and it is titled 69 in Cunnilingus, Fellatio, and Other Oral Delights. I mean, come on, it's episode 69. How could we not do it on oral sex? (laughs)
1: We have been waiting for that one for a long time. time 68
0: episodes (laughs) worth.
1: It has finally come. (laughs) Not too soon, though. (laughs) Long foreplay, obviously. (laughs) All right. There is so much that we want to cover in this episode. So as always, I think we overprepare. So get ready. It will be juicy. It will be very explicit. So make sure you are in a private location, but you're going to love it. Trust us. I think we're going to dive into some of the benefits. We're going to dive into some vulnerable shares about our personal experience around oral sex and stories there and some how to's and some science things. I mean, this is going to be jam packed. So get ready ready. But before we dive into that, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. If you are ready to be part of the secret club of men who are great in bed, you want to check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. And there is something for everyone, whether it is to last longer, to uh, have harder erections, or really take your sexual skills to the next level, you will find a course for you there. So, Check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com.
0: All right. So, you know, as usual, we're often inspired by something that's happening in real life, whether it's (laughs) ourselves or, you know, clients that we work with, uh, that gives us this inspiration to do a particular topic. So, yes, it's episode 69, and there were some things in our own personal sex life that sort of inspired us to want to talk a little bit more about. Oral sex. So it all lined up perfectly.
1: So what I love is actually that wasn't planned. If you listen to our previous episode about date night gone wrong, you know that we had a date night like the other week that wasn't really good. So now we had another date night after that one and it went fantastically. It went so good that it inspired us for the sixty nine because yes, there was oral sex. I'm like, wow, we couldn't have planned better.
0: <laughs> well, Celine <laughs> Why don't you tell the listeners about your oral sex?
1: <laughs> oh, wow, Wait, what part do I start with <laughs> <laughs> So let's start with numbers. Um, this was on the number four that I had an orgasm with oral sex. And the third time with Kevin. Yeah, you're gonna meddle there, Kevin. <laughs> So um, I really love to share that Because I've always liked oral sex Well, I love giving oral sex and I, w- I liked receiving oral sex. So there was a, a little bit of a difference because to me, receiving it never felt that exciting. Uh, first of all, when my partner has um, his or her head down my legs and then I don't always feel as connected and sometimes that's frustrated, frustrating. And there was something about really judging myself for needing time to get to an orgasm. And what I've noticed is the first times, it probably took about 45 minutes. And there was a lot of things going on in my head in terms of like, you should be coming. I mean, he's going to get tired. I can't believe he's doing that for so long. I mean, I would never give him a blowjob for 45 minutes. I mean, you know, all of these things. Um, and once we finally went over that hump of like having the first time that I had an orgasm through oral sex, and once I saw his excitement too, and the obviously the experience was really nice for me as well. The second time was faster. And I think the third time was faster too. So it seems like once we were able to get past the mental blocks and like creating that, now we can recreate it, recreate it faster.
0: Yeah. And you know, the, the point that I really wanted to bring up with this particular topic is that, you know, so many people have a story around their sexuality and Mm -hmm. the story might be, I don't have an orgasm from oral sex, Mm -hmm. or the story might be you know i don't last long enough or i mean you know you name it we've heard a lot of them mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's so wonderful about this story is that it really shows that they're just stories
1: mm-hmm.
0: right so so for you know pretty much your whole life you didn't have an orgasm from oral sex mm-hmm. But suddenly, all of a sudden, something unlocked, and now you're having them regularly. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a great illustration of how things can change. So whatever the story is that you've built up around that thing for you when it comes to your sexuality, just know that it's it's not necessarily going to be like that forever.
1: And actually, when you are too attached to the story, that's when you get in your own way. And like Kevin said, like sometimes I work with clients and like, oh, I can't do this because I had a knee surgery and I can't get in that position. And I'm like, i wash their bodies. And I'm like, of course you could. Like maybe you just need to add a pillow or there's something there. Um, or like, oh, I can't come from doing this. And I'm like, well, maybe you can if you let go of that story in my case and just give yourself permission to take as long as it takes. Like there's no set times like this must happen in three and a half minutes. You know,
0: this is such a great topic because people do this in every area of their lives, Mm -hmm. not even just their sex life. Listen to the average person talk and you will hear a whole long list of, well, I can't do this because of this. And because when I was a child that, and because when I was in my twenties, I I tore this or because of that, or because I'm this age or, you know, I mean the the list of self-imposed limitations Mm -hmm. is gigantic for most people. And so, you know, I would just love to point out that they are indeed self-imposed limitations. Mm -hmm. And yeah, maybe it's more difficult for you to have an orgasm from oral sex than, you know, your girlfriend who you talk to who goes off after about 35 seconds of stimulation. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't do it.
1: Mm -hmm. You just have to
0: find out what's in the way
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and then fix it.
1: You know, like I wish I could remember the exact thing, but you know, the one I'm talking about where they say you either making excuses or making life happen, something like that, you know, like,
0: yeah, I don't know the exact wording, um, of but it that's
1: it. You know, every time I hear somebody I can't because of this, I'm like, you're right you can't because you've set this up and then we spend so much time like rehearsing that thing and that's why it doesn't happen so next time you're catching yourself with those excuses or reasons why maybe stop and be open to i wonder what it would take for me to have an orgasm for moral sex like be in the inquiry, be in the curiosity. I wonder what it would take for me to experience an orgasm from penetration sex. I wonder what it would take for me to d- do this or that. And then see you might have an answer that suddenly comes into your head or your partner could brainstorm something. or but just having this openness will open the door,
0: yeah. And I'm sure you've all seen many videos throughout social media of like, you know, somebody with no arms who learns how to play guitar, you <laughs> know, or like, I mean, there's so many different things like that. It's like, don't, don't allow yourself to, um, get put down by the limitation.
1: right? Mm. So what I love, and that's something that you said earlier, uh, as we were prepping for this episode, Kevin, you said that whatever is going on for you in your sex life, you can change it. And if there's one thing you are taking away from this episode and from all of our shows in general, that's really the message. Whatever is going on for you in your sex life, you can change it.
0: Absolutely. You just have to want to. Mm -hmm. And you have to be patient with yourself. (laughs) Like, you know, yeah, maybe it's going to take 45 minutes of oral sex.
1: I feel so, so grateful and lucky that I have a husband who was willing to go down on me for that time. I was thinking, man, his tongue must hurt. And obviously, the more I was thinking that, the less like sexy that was being for me. So then I was like, he's going to take care of himself. If he needs a break, he will do so. Uh, And I just need to let it go. And that's really the key. The key is in the letting go. The key is in the being vulnerable, being open. And that's also how you feel pleasure and orgasms and and higher sensations. Mm
0: -hmm. No tongue soreness either. It was all good.
1: Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) I can't wait for another session. So let's look at some of the benefits of oral sex because... Well, this yeah. was
0: really fun. So when we when we decided <laughs> that we wanted to talk about this particular topic. We're like, well, yeah, okay, you know, we like to pack our episodes full of value. So let's talk about not just our own personal experiences, but what are some of the benefits. And you know what? If you if you would take the time to research <laughs> the benefits of oral sex, you will find some really fun and funny information.
1: <laughs> so, okay, I, I, before we dive into that, I do want to have a disclaimer. Like, remember, we have done episodes on um, sexual transmitted infections or disease STIs STDs like how to have safe sex because oral sex is a form of sex and oral sex can still uh, you, you can have disease or infections that get transmitted so I just wanted to have that as a reminder because some people are like I'm a virgin but I have tons of oral sex and I'm like There is the word sex in oral sex. That means it is a form of sex, right?
0: Despite what a former president of the United States once said, (laughs) oral sex is indeed sex.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And there are risks involved. So only play once it's been cleared, safe, and you know your partner and you can trust that person. So now that we got this out of the way... Let's talk about some of those benefits.
0: Ah, yes, there are quite a few benefits. Now, what's interesting, too, is there actually is some science to back some of these (laughs) things up. (laughs) So first one on the list is fights depression. Well, that's sex in general, right?
1: Yeah. I think it comes from the fact of the oxytocin, like the touch, the bonding that happens. I mean, and what the heck, you're spending time in pleasure and you're focusing on something that feels good. It can lift you out of a bad mood. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely. So that one is confirmed by science.
1: And now the second one is it helps you have a glowing skin. I mean, if you're watching this video, you should see our faces, our glowing complexions right (laughs) now. (laughs) If you're not, picture us with radiant, glowing skin, looking 10 years younger than what we truly are. That's right. Actually, it's true. We get that a lot. People think we are younger than we are. um, And I do attribute it to a wonderful sex life. And now maybe I should thank your sperm for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get into that one in a minute.
1: <laughs> Number three, it relieves stress.
0: You know, this one, this one really is true. Mm. Th- this is something that's very interesting because, I mean, yeah, sex in general, we know relieves stress. That's also science confirmed. But, but what is it about oral sex in particular? Because honestly, I find there to be a difference between receiving oral sex and regular sex and and I did figure it out recently so I'm going to share it with the audience so you know there are times when I'm working really a lot and I'm really quite stressed and you know Celine sometimes will say like hey come here sit down you know and she'll just give me oral sex and after enough times that that happened I really started noticing a difference not just a difference in how I felt afterwards because that's pretty obvious But what I started noticing is the difference between just that oral sex and, say, any other sexual contact that we might have. And here's what I realized. I mean, sex in general absolutely helps relieve stress, and you feel better no matter what. But what I realized about receiving the oral sex was, as a guy, it's one of the only times during sex where I just get to kick back and only receive. Like, I don't have to do anything. It's like, put my hands back behind my head, kick my feet up, and just totally relax and let go. And what I was, when, how I started realizing that was I was just noticing that even if I had a crazy, like, 12-hour day and I was super stressed, like, five minutes of a blowjob and I was instantly de-stressed.
1: And I'd like to add that there oftentimes is zero ejaculation. It's literally a five-minute blowjob, yeah. and then you just harden, we put it back into the pants. <laughs> <laughs> and have fun with stuffing it in. <laughs> so, yeah, I really
0: noticed that there's there's a quality to mm-hmm. receiving the oral sex that is it really does help relieve the stress because you don't have to do anything.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that might have been one of the challenges because I loved giving oral sex because I was in control, in charge. I could choose everything I was doing and something was happening and it helped me feel good. And I love giving oral sex. Well, when I was receiving it, oftentimes, maybe there was a part of me that was like, I'm not adequate because I'm not responding. Like, you know, if I watch a a porn movie or go to a sex party and there are women who literally like the person will put their lips or their mouth on their lips. (laughs) And then it's like, they already like, screaming in pleasure and arching and being like, this was amazing. And I'm like, wow, oral sex does not do that for me. So then there was this whole story about that too. So when in that stillness of having to be fully receiving and not having to do anything, I think all the stories of not being good enough or not this enough were coming up. So it wasn't that enjoyable.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. We have one more benefit here um, that it does lower the risk of prostate cancer. And I'm not quite sure yet how that one works out, but in some of the different studies that I have seen, it it has to do with the fact of during the orgasm and especially when it is coupled with the ejaculation, there is a contraction on the milking kind of of the prostate, which kind of keeps it moving the circulation. That's my understanding.
0: Well, also that uh, in semen, so semen is made up of not just sperm, but Mm -hmm. also other fluids, those other fluids are actually produced in the prostate. Mm-hmm. So by stimulating the prostate and by ejaculating, if you include an ejaculation in the oral sex, you're really basically helping to flush out uh, the prostate. Mm-hmm. You're like removing all the old stagnant, you know, fluids, mm-hmm. and then it has to produce new ones. So mm-hmm. it's keeping the energy moving and flowing in in you know like traditional chinese medicine like stagnation of any sort is really harmful and really bad and mm-hmm. causes all kinds of things so um but we, we actually have a few more things on the list here that wasn't the last one
1: oh that's true well we have more facts now now that we gave you some of those like benefits let's look at some of the things like why does it work the way it works what's the science talking about
0: uh, you take the first one because i want to take the second one. Oh,
1: are the second one? All right, fine. You can have it's the second okay.
0: one. It's okay. It's
1: okay. I'll give it to you. My gift to you, my <laughs> love. So I'll take number one. So semen contains melatonin, and melatonin is essential in your um, quality in your sleep. So it promotes better sleep. So through and and I have to say that was my question to Kevin. I was like, is it through like swallowing it or applying it on you? Like, how do you get that? So I'm not quite clear because you know ultimately, whether you swallow it or put it on your skin, our skin absorbs what we put on. I think about 70% of what we put on our skin gets absorbed within like five to 10 minutes. So I think you'll find if you just have it on your body and imagine that and you get a direct dose if you swallow it. That's my guess. Um, but yeah. We'll have to do some more research on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in the field, right?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> This is the love lab.
1: <laughs> all right. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so, semen contains melatonin. And so, if you're having trouble with your sleeping and all of this, that could be something better to do than uh, pop a sleeping pill in your mouth. Yep. Just pop a dick and swallow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next one, anti-aging. All right. So, this one really made me laugh. So... <laughs> Semen actually contains something called spermidine, which is an antioxidant. And okay, so I'm researching this stuff, and I read that semen contains spermidine. Of course, I start laughing hysterically. I'm like, "Oh come on, really? Like, could this really be true?" So then I actually start, you know, I started researching it, and I found that it actually is true. Spermidine is a real thing, um, and it is indeed contained in semen. And now
1: and that's, it is an antioxidant
0: and it is indeed an antioxidant
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know and we know uh, antioxidant keeps you young vital it it's it slows down the uh, cells uh, degeneration and stuff so that's 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 pretty good Um,
0: You know, I mean, not to say that I am a scientific expert on like sex and sex-related body fluids. But, you know, I mean, I I know a fair amount about this stuff and we talk about it and work with it a lot. And I've never heard of spermidine (laughs) before. So if you take away anything from this episode, maybe it's that spermidine exists. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> now, here's the thing if, if eating sperm is not your thing This is not the only place you can find spermidin And I wanted to make sure you knew that You can find it in wheat germ, in mushrooms, in leafy greens In pears, broccoli, cauliflower Or even very strong fermented cheese Yeah, I'll take sperm over the fermented cheese <laughs> any day <laughs> Anyway mm-hmm. Now Okay, enough of the jokes. Um, when we think of orgasms and stats, a lot of women don't orgasms through penetration sex alone. And so bringing in oral sex can really increase her pleasure. So thinking about it this way, because most women are the opposite of me. For me, I was always very easily having um, orgasm through penetration sex, but I was struggling with oral sex. And most of the people that I work with or that, that comes come to us, it's the opposite. They're like, well, it all works good with oral sex, but penetration sex is the hard part for me. So... Think of it this way, it is one way to increase her pleasure, and an orgasm is an orgasm, whether it's oral, through clitoral, through uh, internal, cervical, and I believe that getting to an orgasm is better than not getting one. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: But remember, the goal is not orgasm, right? Whenever we have sex, we talk about this a lot. The goal isn't orgasm, but orgasm is great, and if you can have orgasm while you're having sex, then even better. Um, Next one is it increases the chances of a dual climax, or what we call simultaneous orgasm. Ooh, yeah. Well, so and, and that is because women generally take longer to reach orgasm than men. Mm-hmm. we talked about this so many times on this show, right? The average man, you know, three to five minutes, you know, five to seven, depending on which study you reference. And the average woman is like 20 to 30, you know, big difference. So how do you make up that gap? Well, if you're a man and you can't last long enough with penetration sex, you make up the gap with oral sex. <laughs> so That's if you amazing. can get her 20 minutes into her orgasm cycle, and then penetrate her, there's a possibility that you could actually have a simultaneous orgasm. Now, you and I, we have simultaneous orgasms a lot, and they are fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> that is true. They are super powerful when they do happen, and we time them perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely takes it to the next level. But this is why... So let's, take, let's talk 69, because that's part of our episode title here. Um, one of the things that... I didn't quite like about 69 was the fact that it was hard to focus on everything that I was doing, the receiving or the giving. But one of the things that I did like about it was kind of like the feedback response that you get because you have a sensation in your genitals and then you've got somebody else's genitals in your mouth and you can kind of like have a feedback loop, which is pretty fun.
0: Yeah. You know how I do it. Oh, tell me. I focus on the giving.
1: Mm. Well, it's good. I air focus on the receiving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, th- the thing is, is if I focus on the receiving, it's too distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually somewhat difficult to focus on the receiving. Yeah. So the way I like to, uh, you know, do it when in 69 is I f- just focus on the giving. And then every once in a while, you know, I'll just get these waves of like, "Play!" I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. You know? But my my main goal is the giving,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then I'm also sort of feeling this energy moving through my body because of the receiving but I'm not really focusing on the receiving yeah that's what works for me
1: yeah actually I do the same and sometimes I do take breaks where I'll just kind of like lay there and like just really like feel the receiving otherwise it's true that I'll focus on the giving one of the things that I like to do too is kind of trying to mimic the the tempo the moves of the other person because it's Mm. kind of fun to do this call and response (laughs) (laughs) but to me it's a new 16... form of Exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, <my God. laughs> oh, That was good. Um, to me sixty nine is a form of like fun play. It's never like my go to like oh I'm dreaming about it. But I think it's a fun thing to do every now and then. So, okay, so we've got that. Um, We have a couple of things. So we were like, okay, we have all of these things. We've been talking about sperm, semen, and we have one more thing. Did you know that the average ejaculation contains five millimeters of semen and 252 milligrams of protein?
0: Yeah. So, you know, there's actually all kinds of things in semen. (laughs) First of all, that's a relatively high amount of protein. You wouldn't necessarily expect there to be that much protein. And that's in an average ejaculation, which the science has determined the average is about five uh, milliliters. So some men might be more, some men might be less. But aside from just the protein, there's actually high levels of zinc, Mm -hmm. which is also good. There's traces of B vitamins.
1: (laughs) Wow. I'm convinced, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, rather than heading for my Colorado silver or vitamin C, I'll just go for your penis and give me a good dose.
0: Well, you know, there actually is this belief that uh, semen also contains vitamin C. Uh huh. However, I was not able to find any scientific <laughs> proof of this whatsoever. <laughs> I think that one's just made up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all jokes aside, uh, the Taoists, ancient Taoists used to talk about they were having secret societies with the white tigress and um, the green dragon, uh, jade dragon, and some of the things that they do do, they are very big proponents of oral sex, and that it was one way to gain chi or energy from the other person by doing the oral sex. So there is something, even in ancient traditions, that they are aware that there is something beyond just the physical, that there is an energetic part, and maybe there is full dose of your multivitamin, your daily multivitamin. But we don't have a GI every time, so... Um, it doesn't always ha- happen.
0: So, yeah. you're saying you're not getting enough spermidine? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I need more doses. <laughs> <laughs> So it made me curious about, okay, we've, we've, we've spent a lot of time on the male one. And I was like, hey, w- what is there for the guys, right?
0: Oh, yes. We know every woman is thinking about this. Like, okay, great. This is all just ways to convince me to give more oral sex. So what about the other side?
1: Well, it's actually it was harder to find. But one of the things that we found is that your vagina is full of probiotic, mainly the lactobacillus. And so this is one of the really good probiotic in your gut flora that you need. So... I don't know. One may speculate that eating pussy may be good for so many good things. So if you want to rather than popping a probiotic like a good pussy.
0: Well, actually, this <laughs> this is very important because with with the modern diet that most people eat, which is full of processed foods, all of those processed foods and, you know, they're loaded with chemicals and pesticides, you know, they're loaded with glyphosate and all that kind of stuff when that stuff gets into your stomach and your digestive system, it destroys all of the good bacteria. Mm -hmm. And this is why eating fermented foods is Mm -hmm. so important for people today. I mean, it's always been important, but it's even more important today. So, you know, that's your sauerkrauts or maybe your kombuchas or, you know, miso soups or anything that is fermented food, right? Well, now you have yet another reason To give oral sex, because you're actually ingesting some very beneficial probiotics.
1: See, I I, I kept like laughing and holding by my laughter because I was thinking about, wow, here's a way to boost boost my kombucha or sauerkraut. We put some pussy juices in there.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's what you were laughing about. (laughs)
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) I was trying to figure out like, what what does she want to say? What's coming? What's coming? What's coming?
1: (laughs) So the bottom line is this, oral sex is good for you. It's good for the giver, it's good for the receiver, you should have plenty of it. It's a really good form of connection as a couple, like a bonding, you know, I mean, you don't lick everybody's pussies or dicks, so it's kind of like a special thing with special friends. Well,
0: some people do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that if you're into that. That's true. But for most people, so it does increase your bond and that, that, that connection.
0: Do you know, I, I also read when researching for this episode, uh, and this was within young people, I think it was ages 18 to 25. Mm-hmm. They did a study, and that women 18 to 25 years old said that they felt that giving regular oral sex in the relationship actually gave them more control in the relationship. Mm. Isn't that interesting?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what I was saying at the beginning when I felt very comfortable with the giving because I felt powerful. I felt in control and all of that. Uh, you know, like everything, both as a giver and receiver, you got to remember that communication plays a good role. Yeah. If something feels good, like let the partner know. If something doesn't feel good, let them know as well. and that there's like asking for things, ask for oral sex. I mean, for a lot of people, it's really hard. Will you like lick my pussy and be like really shy about it? But like practice this, ask for a blowjob. you know? And remember, it doesn't always have to end in an ejaculation or an orgasm. It could literally be a five minutes pussy lick or cock licking. And that's plenty good enough. And that's really changing how you approach sex and oral sex.
0: I love when women ask for what they want. I've had a couple of times where women have asked me for things that that are, you know, maybe a little vulnerable to ask uh-huh. for. <laughs> like one time, this is many, many years ago, uh, I was just sort of dating this woman. We had only had sex maybe, I don't know, a couple of times, if that. And and one day she has me over for dinner and, and we're having sex and she's like really apprehensive to ask for something. And then finally she comes out and says, um, I was wondering, um... If um um if you would fuck me in the ass, <laughs> 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 then there was another time with a, with another girlfriend, and she is like, she was like super cute, super sweet, like more on the conservative end, I would say, you know. And all of a sudden, one day out of nowhere, she's just like, "Come all over my face."
1: <laughs> yes, I thought you'd never oh. ask. <laughs> I remember that's what you said. You said.
0: So anyway, the, the, the point of that is don't be afraid to ask because most of the time people will be like, hell yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then don't be afraid to enjoy it. I want to give you some of my how to's, uh, oh, by the way, I got some articles I have, um, uh, Uh, that have been published on uh, different uh, platforms. I think it might be on your Tango and stuff where I have uh, six expert blowjob tips, you know, like expert tips and advice to like take your blowjob skills to the next level. It's a very popular subject and I've got some videos on YouTube too on that um, because a lot of women want to know. And so I was going to give you some of my tips and then I'm going to have Kevin give some of his tips for our male listeners and women because I was telling Kevin, I was like, I've licked pussies and dicks. So I'm hey, I can go either way, so please, like, give me all the tips you can. But <laughs> I am going to give you the ones um, here in terms of, okay, giving a blowjob, really. And it's like, it has a lot to do, like, take your time when you do this. You know, enjoy what you're doing. Find ways to love what you're doing and love his cock. Slow down. A lot of the time we go really too fast and remember that there's more than just the head of the penis. You can go down with deep rotating on the shaft. You can include his balls, which is very unusual to have the balls massaged, gently massaged and then stretched. You can include the perineum, do some deep pressure here and just like making like nice sounds and moans and appreciating it, letting him know that you love what you're doing. And it's like, if you grab his cock and put it in your mouth and it's like, I can't seem to have it enough of it he's gonna totally love it and so find the ways and of course you know it doesn't have to always don't do anything you don't want if you don't like to swallow if you don't like to to go to the ejaculation it's totally okay to be like okay we're done with this and then we move on to something else or be totally done um and pay attention to what he seems to like Obviously, And all of these tips will go both ways. Um, actually, I'm going to add a couple of things here and then I'll give you the mic, Kevin. <laughs> um, I, since, like I said, I can like both. I have done both. So it was like, slow down, slow down when you do this. And as a tip, I'm a woman telling you all the guys listening, please, 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 You might have read about doing the alphabet on our clits, but trust us, it sucks. There's nothing good about your tongue doing the alphabet on our clits. What we like is constant pressure and a repetition of the movement. It's having a pace and it's not changing constantly and going all over the place. And then please, please just don't quit on us.
0: (laughs) Give us a chance.
1: Give us a chance to get there. Kevin, what are your tips?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all of those tips apply, all of the ones that mm-hmm. you gave. And, you know, if I were going to add anything to that, you know, I would say first, don't have any expectations,
1: mm-hmm. right? So
0: don't don't go into it saying, I'm going to make her come
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I'm going to do this, that, or the other thing. Like just go into it with a sort of open beginner's mind mm-hmm. and see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Because someday she's going to be really into it and want more and more and more, more. and other days day she's going to be like... Okay, that's enough, (laughs) right? Absolutely. It's going to change. So don't have any expectations. Uh, The second thing I would say is you have to really enjoy it. And this Mm -hmm. goes for anything in sex that you're Mm -hmm. doing. I mean, sex is about connection. It's about pleasure. It's about love. It's about all of these things. So it should be something fun and something that you enjoy Mm -hmm. doing. So when you're feeling inspired and you're like, yeah, this is what I really want to do, Just go for it and just enjoy the entire process of it. It's like I tell people all the time, like if they want to learn a music instrument, you know, there's there's like at least a year of just making horrible sounds where Mm -hmm. people don't even want to be around you. And everybody wants to just skip past that and get straight to making music, you know? And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. And if you spend a year of doing it Uh, just wanting to get past that part and get to the good part, you're going to have a miserable year and you probably won't ever finish that year,
1: Mm -hmm. right? So
0: you you have to go into it saying that even if I'm not making beautiful music, I'm loving every minute of it. Mm. Same thing when when you're giving oral sex. You just have to love every minute of what you're doing.
1: And to bring it back to our full title of Other Oral Delight, you know, something really hard... I love it when you go down on me and then come back and kiss me. <laughs> and I get to taste myself. It's fucking hot. And I kind of like it if I went down on you and then come back to you mouth as well.
0: Some people will like that. Some won't. <laughs> that's totally up to you. I mean, personally, I'm glad that you like that because it makes it much easier. <laughs> but if you, if that's not your thing, you know, fine. You can do a little mouth uh, wash in between whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, just to continue on with a few more uh tips for guys, um, so don't have any expectations, love what you're doing. And the biggest one, really, is you know, you mentioned it here, you said pay attention. Mm-hmm. We talk about it in our power mastery course where we talk about um, uh, presence, mm-hmm. and really, what it is is. There's sure, there's tons of different moves. There's you know this technique and the that technique. and you know if you're curious, you can go find other things online that will tell you how to do certain techniques or whatever. But really, it's paying attention to the feedback. Mm -hmm. When you do a certain move, how does she respond Mm -hmm. and give her more of what makes her respond in a positive way and less or none of what makes her (laughs) her respond in a not so positive way? And this is this is sex in general, right? You have to be Mm -hmm. connected to your partner. Like, don't think of it as she's up there and you're down here and you're just doing your thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like, no, you are connected with her the entire time. And you should be paying attention to how everything that you do affects her.
1: Mm -hmm. And you really don't need 36 moves. Like if you have three moves that you alternate and just do them very well with that attention and presence, it's plenty good enough. Yeah.
0: And every woman's going to have moves that she likes more than Mm -hmm. others. Like the one that worked on your last girlfriend might not work on your current Mm -hmm. girlfriend. And you
1: know what? It might change throughout your time together. And that's the whole beautiful attitude of curiosity of like... Hey, what feels really good? And we still do that. Sometimes I'll take time and I'll slow down. I'm, which one of these two moves do you prefer today? Which one works, you know? And I try new things. And then you're always my muse because I always find new ways of like licking your penis, and that's it's pretty cool. It's a tough cool.
0: job. <laughs> Somebody has to do it.
1: <laughs> Thank you for all your service, I'm Kevin.
0: Taking many for the team. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I would say, unless you have anything else you want to add, we should probably wrap it up.
1: Yeah, I hope this was good for you and inspiring. And remember, stretch your tongue a little bit and go at it.
0: All right. That's all we have for this episode because we need to go have some oral sex. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you all next week. (laughs)